Hi, I'm Kat, marketer turned brand storyteller. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. As CEOs and leaders, it's your job to always have the answers, but sometimes you need a little help. Leverage, if you will. We get it. This is the place for you. So wherever you're listening, 5.30 a.m. club at the gym, on your way to your next meeting or putting out today's fire, let's get into it. In today's mini episode, we are busting a myth that has been coming up with our clients, specifically those that are very much role models for their team, for their organization. And they're coming to us and saying, look, Kat, look, Candice, I want to be a role model. I want to show up, but I'm not an influencer. I'm not a celebrity like Kim K or Gary V. Like, where do I even start in being able to show up in my community and for my team? You know, so this has been coming up. We're going to get into it. So Candace, what are your two cents on this topic here? I think that the best way that a team leader, a CEO, a boss can show up for their team, for their people is by really thinking about their own actions. Mm. What I run into a lot is clients who have built their brands based on their personality and their charisma and their ability to build strong relationships. Mm -hmm. And when I ask them to pinpoint what are some of the pivotal moments or what are some of the routines or the systems that actually allowed them to get to the place that they're at, they have no idea. (laughs) They're like, well, I just know that person. And I went to that event and I met that person. Then that person asked me to do this thing. And then, Mm -hmm. right. And they, but they can't actually nail down the things that led them to success other than like, I just kept going, which I know is part of it. And I know is huge and should be Mm -hmm. commended. But when they're trying to teach their team, there needs to be some elements of what they've done that are replicable. Mm -hmm. How did they build an influence in their community? They must have influence in their community or they wouldn't have been able to get as far as they've gotten, right? Right. So what are those replicable things? And I try to nail those down so that we can draw lines between where they are and what they've done Mm -hmm. so they can teach people how to do that and not only talk about that but still do those things so their team members know so maybe they're like well i used to go to a lot of events and at the events xyz would happen Mm -hmm. well really they're like hey i went to an event every week and i purposely tried to connect with five people and then when i got home i text them i called them i emailed them whatever it was they did and if we can like break down those things even though they're happening really naturally in the leader's mind and they're not really thinking about that that can begin to help the team especially when they're watching you do it Mm -hmm. not only are you saying hey this is what i did but you're actively still taking those actions. Mm-hmm. Walk the walk. Are you seeing that, Kat? I am. Walk like the walk. Walk the walk of the talk you talk. Like, and that goes back to one of my own core values as a human, as a personal brand, that of leadership, which, you know, just saying I value leadership is very like abstract. They're like, okay, great, Kat, what does that mean? One of the yes. quickest and easiest ways I break it down is that I will never ask anybody a client, a team member, you know, whoever to do something that I myself have not done. 
because I can only speak to my own experience. I cannot presume to know somebody else's experience. And so that is how I like to lead. And I see some of the most effective CEOs and leaders do the same. No matter how big their team is, no matter how busy they are, some of the busiest people that I know, the busiest CEOs are the ones that respond to my emails the quickest. I don't know if you've had that experience too. Yeah, but also they probably have a system in place, right? It's probably not them. Exactly, which goes back to Candace's original (laughs) point, right? They have process in place. And I think what's really Mm -hmm. important for CEOs and leaders to understand is that you don't need to show your team like the big vision, the 30,000 foot view, the like, you know, talk about your success and your accolades and all of this, like that might be too overwhelming for them to really get it and follow along and take just that next right step, as you like to say, Mm -hmm. in chipping away at their own development and their own process and their own journey. And I think where you were talking about reverse engineering, how they got to be so successful and sharing those insights, being like, look, yeah, you joined my team when I was like three, four years into building this business, building this brokerage, building this brand. I'm so excited you're here, but here's how I actually started. This was legit how I would cold call, how I would send emails, how I would just attend those weekly events and be relentless in my follow-up. And that got me to here. And so you're here. Let's figure out how to get you closer and farther along in your journey. But really being intentional, and this is where it helps to bring in a consultant because we can see it so much clearly than they can in helping lay out those steps so that you can set up your team, your employees, your vendors, your contractors, whatever. I don't really care about their tax status. They're part of the team regardless Mm -hmm. so that you can set them up for success and so that they actually want to show up and be there every single day, even if they weren't getting paid. The pay is just a bonus. Like that's being a true role model and celebrity in your own company, right? They're doing the work that they want to do Mm -hmm. and getting paid for that. I mean, that's the ideal situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of times when people who have larger brands or some type of local celebrity status and they have a team, there can become conflict because some team members want to only rely on that celebrity status Mm. and not feel the need to build their own. Mm -hmm. But a strong team really has players who are all adding to the value of the team, adding to the strength. And when you have people who are playing in the lane that they want to play in, right, they're contributing the thing that they're best equipped to contribute to that team that maybe no one else can do in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like that's ideal. So also allowing people to work in their zone of genius. Yeah. And being intentional with hiring the people that are going to help you fill the gaps that you know you have will make your team stronger. I was just trying to find a screenshot that I had taken. I think I found it on Instagram, but it was like a screenshot pulled from Twitter slash X. (laughs) And it talked about how the true kind of like leaders and CEOs and founders and executives of like in today's landscape and tomorrow, like building for tomorrow, look at their team members, again, regardless of tax status, if those team members have side hustles, they have other businesses, like in addition to their primary work with you, they don't look at that as competition. They look at that as, oh, our team members, exactly, because the team members who have additional businesses or side hustles, they are constantly sharpening their skills. And by the way, you're not having to pay additional for it. Like they're still (laughs) at that salary and those benefits, but they're improving themselves by being business owners themselves. And as long as you're approaching it with an open, abundant mindset, 
there's plenty for everyone to go around. And I almost see the highest levels of engagement from employees like that, where it's like, oh, Candace, you um, have an event and networking business that you run in the evenings and weekends. That's fantastic. Let me know what you're learning from that. I want to bring up some tips for our team members to apply at the next event that they attend. How fucking awesome is that? If like your CEO comes to you and says that rather than Candace. So I heard you have another business on the side. I really want to make sure it's not impacting or affecting your work in any way negatively. It's like, bro, which which situation, which CEO do you want to work for? Yep. It's really understanding the talent and skills that each of your players is bringing to the table Mm -hmm. and honoring those things. You'll have a stronger team when you do that. Yeah. They will applaud you. They will be your diehard advocates, your fans, your cheerleaders. They definitely won't want to leave you. Or if they do, they'll leave you for great reasons. Like they want to go and found their own company or they want to go and like make something for themselves, which the right CEOs, the ones that are truly like the influencers, the celebrities with soul, those are the ones that I want to follow. They'll be happy for you. They will. If you have a question about what it's like to show up for your team, be an influencer, be a celebrity in your community, or any of our other clever credo pillars, branding, marketing, money, and manifesting, feel free to slide into our DMs on Instagram at notniceclever. Shoot us a question and we'll shoot you an answer. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice Clever. Remember to follow Not Nice Clever wherever you listen to audio. And if you haven't already, drop that five-star review. Share your takeaways. Tell us your story. We love to hear it. Signing off, you're not so nice, but oh so clever besties that mean business. See you soon.